Hello there, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode. My name is Elizabeth, and it's really nice to be here with you and talking to you again about all the things that help us get through hard stuff in our life. Most of you who are here with me are going through separation and divorce, but I know some of you are either well past it or you're here for other reasons, and I really appreciate you being here. Today, I want to talk about inspiration. I have found it difficult lately because of all the crap that's going on in the world. And so this would also apply to people who have crappy things going on in their life. I don't, thankfully. But when there are so many awful things going on that are that really pull on us, you know, on our heart and our minds and challenge us in so many ways, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, morally, in every way, it can be difficult to find an inspiration to do something like a new creative project or uh, finding a way to heal or seeing the good in life or coming up with another episode for a podcast. So I decided to make that my topic for today. I want to talk to you about pulling through those hard days, um, whatever the reason for them is. It doesn't matter for this purpose, but how do we pull ourselves out of the funk? How do we step up to to level up you know how do we move forward and find inspiration and motivation to do that that's what i want to talk to you about today so let's do this hello and welcome back to another episode of a blessing in divorce i am so grateful to be allowed into your headset and day today my name is elizabeth and i'm the host of this podcast and the owner and founder of the separation club which is the club you never wanted to be part of but the best club to be in if you're going through separation and divorce. Here, we talk about how to heal, move forward, and find love if you're so inclined. Also, motherhood through divorce, finding yourself, and creating the life you deserve. Our tools are community, sisterhood, honesty, vulnerability, spirituality, and coaching, and that's when we aren't talking to our experts. I'm also a divorced mother of four adult sons, remarried and a stepmom to three. So we will be talking about everything that goes with all of that here. If you are recently separated, thinking of separating, divorcing, or even beyond your divorce, but still feeling it, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back. So when you're going through something like divorce, it can be really hard to turn your attention away from the things that hurt you and that feel heavy and hard and to turn your focus to something positive, which is something I try to suggest and and a journey I take my clients on all the time. But they fight me on it and they say things like, I can't stop thinking about it and how do I stop myself thinking about it? And, you know, well, let's put it this way. I'm a big believer in law of attraction, which means if you know anything about it, I will explain it. It's basically what you put out is what you attract back. We're like magnets. It's like when you um, have decided you want to buy a new car and maybe you've decided what car you want to buy and the color of it. Maybe you've already purchased it and it just was delivered and it's now sitting in your driveway. And suddenly you see that car everywhere or at least that make, maybe in different colors, whereas you never saw it before. I've had that happen to me with just about every car I've ever bought. And it's not because everybody has suddenly purchased the same car as me, though it feels like that's what's happening. It's because I have put so much attention onto that vehicle, to choosing it, to picking the color, and now enjoying driving it, that I it's, it is what I attract. So I notice 
all the other cars that are like it out there. I notice other people driving them and you find yourself even waving to people who are driving the same car just because they're driving the same car. That's the law of attraction in a really simple way. The great thing about understanding the law of attraction is understanding that we can control and impact our lives to a large degree. Not everything is in our control, as we well know. Other people make decisions that influence our lives and impact the things that we do and have. You know, um, things like pandemics change so much. There are all kinds of things in the world that impact our, our way of living. But we always have the luxury of choice. We always get to choose for ourselves. Sometimes these outside circumstances force us to change our course, to make a new decision where we thought we already made one. And a divorce, or rather marriage ending, is a, a good example of that. You know, you've met this person, you fell in love, you got married, maybe bought a house, had children, did all those those things, and here it is, now it's over. So instead of that you are now manifesting and attracting and planning your future together to grow old together and raise your children and have grandchildren together, you are now adjusting your plan because that's not what's happening and now you have to start creating a new future, a new dream, a new option. And that's where we get stuck. You know, when we're planning a new life with someone, when we're planning our wedding, when we're thinking ahead, we think about the home we want to live in and we imagine the children and we, you know, we have so many dreams and we put so many images in our mind. But when the marriage ends, for some reason, what most, all most people can do is look backwards. You spend all your time and energy looking in the rearview mirror, looking at what happened, looking at the fights, think like rehashing every word that was spoken, every unkind thing that was said, rereading text messages that were sent to you in anger and hurt, and just living in the past, asking why, why, why did this not work out? Why did this happen to the two of you? The thing you're not doing, which you did when you manifested the happy years, what you're not doing is creating images of what your future can be. And you might be thinking, I can't even imagine a life without this person. We were supposed to be together forever. I know. I've been there. I was with my ex-husband for 20 years. We have four children. You think I was going to end up in a divorce? That was never part of the plan. But the moment I knew my marriage was over, I started creating images of what it could be. And I started with myself. I started asking myself things like, who do I want to be? You've heard me talk about this in previous episodes. But by starting to think about where do I want to go now? What do I want to do? Who do I want to spend time with? What do I want to be? What is going to be the thing that keeps me busy during the day? All my questions to myself, everything that I focused on was what is coming now? Where am I going to live? Not you know, I love my old house and there's no way I'm leaving it. I loved my old house and I didn't want to leave it, but I also knew I couldn't stay for financial reasons and, you know, even emotional reasons. The memories there were not good. So the decision was made to leave. Instead of crying because I couldn't stay, I started to get excited about what was next. Where am I going to live? I tried to have some fun house hunting. Was it easy? No. Did I cry a lot? Yes, of course I did. Did I get angry sometimes? A hundred percent. 
But I will still say that most of my time, most of my energy, most of my thoughts went to the future, to bringing in those visuals in my mind of what I wanted next. What was it going to look like? You know, before we moved to where I live now, we live um, in, a, in a little house on a beautiful lake. And I didn't know I wanted this as part of my future until I knew I wanted it. We were um, renting a cottage for a week prior to my son's wedding. My family had come over from Norway and we were going to spend um, a week together just hanging out and having fun until the wedding. And it was a wonderful week. And it reminded me of the 20 summers I had spent at the cottage that I shared with my ex-husband, which I divorced when I divorced him. And I had forgotten how much I loved being by the water and how much I loved gathering my family in a place like that. So I said to my husband that I I remarried, I said to Glenn, you know, I need to be on the water again. So to make a long story short, within a year, like not even a full year, actually that's not true, it was just over a year, we moved into this house. Because as soon as that idea came back to me, because it had been there before, I started creating pictures in my mind of the life on a lake. I didn't know what my house was going to look like, but I started thinking about that. I didn't think about what I had lost. I tried not to jump into the fear of that we were making a huge lifestyle change. We were moving quite far away from other people. Like, you know, his children are still, we're still in school and all those things, like in post-secondary. So we were waiting until everybody had left the home, but they were in university and things like that. Um, But yes, there were going to be some changes for our family, for sure, for our blended family. But we did it. We just did it. And one of the signs where I knew that this was the right thing for us was the place that we had rented came up for sale. Like, holy crap, right? (laughs) It was like, wow, yes, this is the right path. It was like we attracted it. I remember standing on that property saying, wouldn't it be amazing if we could buy this place? As it turned out, when we were looking around, it turned out to not be the right place for us. We chose a different place. But it was staying there that opened that door that allowed me to start dreaming of something that I knew I'd always wanted, but I had let go of. You know, you just get going on your regular life and you let go of dreams sometimes. And here I am living my dream. I have many examples like that. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because when you're going through something really difficult or when you find that the world and what's happening, all the events in this world are weighing you down and it is hard to find the happy place and it's hard to find any kind of excitement or joy for the future, I suggest, well, a few things. But one is to kind of go down memory lane like I just did, but for the good things. Start thinking about some of the things that you have manifested for yourself in your life. And by that, I mean, when you decided you wanted something, you went and got it and it happened. You got it. It could have been when you married your ex, even though it turned out not to be right. It was still a manifestation that you created for yourself. Maybe it was having children. You know, you made the decision to have children. You got pregnant and you had children. That's that's manifesting. That's the law of attraction. What are some other things or, or um, experiences, perhaps trips, uh, friendships, jobs? What are some things that you have created or attracted for yourself in your life? 
make a list of them. You know, pause the podcast here if you're sitting at home. If not, wait till you get home. But make a list of the things that you have manifested and take a look at that list because it's going to be a lot longer than you think. I'm talking about big things, right? So when you look at that list, you can write on the bottom of that or you can say out loud, I am a powerful manifester. I am a powerful manifester. I know how to attract things that I want, things that really matter to me, because I am a powerful law of attraction magnet. I am a being that is able to vibrate on the level of what it is that I want. My energy is a perfect match with the energy of what it is that I want. Those are the kinds of things I want you to say to yourself. It certainly feels a lot better than saying, oh, this happened and that happened and going back into old pain. It doesn't mean that it all happens in a day. It doesn't mean that everything you want arrives by the end of the week. And it doesn't mean you're never going to feel sad or angry or heartbroken again. It just means that you are teaching yourself how to pull yourself out of it and how to start creating your future. And when you are doing that, you are creating your future. You are gaining inspiration. You are feeling motivated. You are feeling better, lighter, happier, maybe even on some days more joyful. And that's a much higher vibration than feeling sad and lonely and broken and devastated. So let's talk a little bit about some things that you can do to to raise your vibration. So I've, I've already mentioned one, which is trying to create that visual of your future. You know, if you're needing to move from the marital home, for example, you might choose to cut out pictures of a home that you'd like to live in. And even if it's unrealistic financially, cut out the pictures and put them in an inspiration book or on a page or save them on your phone so you can look at them anyway because it still raises your vibration. As long as you're not looking at the picture and going, oh, I'll never have that. Well, then you're right, you'll never have that. So only collect pictures, cut out pictures, save pictures that actually inspire you and make you feel good. So a future home, um, a trip you want to go on. And this is something we love looking at pictures for a place we're going to go. Like think about maybe you and your friends have talked about going on an all-inclusive vacation, but you can't really afford it right now. But as soon as you start talking about it, you're all going to go online. You're going to start looking at places. You'll start looking at prices. Every now and then you'll send something to someone and say, hey, maybe we can afford this one. And you will start to get excited about it and inspired by it. And you'll start dreaming about being on that beach and sitting by that pool and having those drinks and eating all that good food. And eventually one day you'll be there and you'll be saying things like, I have been wanting to come here for so long. Maybe it took you a while to make it happen. The attraction can take a little while, but it happened. If you had never dreamt of it, never talked about it, never thought about it, never planned it, never looked at those pictures, never looked at the prices, never talked about it with your friends, you would not be going. That's just the way it is. That's the law of attraction. You have to allow yourself to dream. So here you are 
feeling sad and lonely perhaps, and I don't know what you're feeling, but something that doesn't feel good. I'm not gonna put words in your mouth. You know how you're feeling and it doesn't feel great. You wake up in the morning, it feels heavy. Your heart feels heavy. You know, things are happening. Holidays are coming. They feel stressful and difficult. Whatever it is, allow yourself to think of something better. Say to yourself, oh, I need to shake this. I need to do something that makes me feel better lighter, happier, more joyful, more optimistic, whatever it is. So I talked about the visual. Now there are other ideas as well for things that you can do. Like for example, um, also keeping more of a written book, like you, so a journal, you know, where you write about what it is that you want to do. You might write about, and, and, that, and this by the way, should always be written in the present tense. It might be with your pictures, but things like, I am so excited now that I'm booking my trip, even though it isn't actually happening, but you can still write about it like that. I'm so excited now that I have found a home for myself and my children where we're going to be really happy. You know, just start talking about it or start writing about it in a journal or a place like that. Um, another thing you can do is a daily routine. And I know that doesn't sound terribly inspiring, but often the thing that gets us stuck is the doing. You know, we we listen to podcasts like this and maybe you'll feel really inspired to do something, but then you don't do it. So when are you going to create your vision board? When are you going to sit and visualize these images? When are you going to write in your journal, for example? Well, a morning practice is the perfect time to do that or a morning routine, a morning rituals, whatever you want to call it. And there are so many, there are so many benefits to a morning routine. Um, for example, or, or one of the things, the really great benefits is that generally speaking, if you're getting up at let's say 6.30 in the morning to do something like this for 20 minutes or 10 minutes even, um, it's very unlikely that someone is going to interrupt that. So just make sure you're getting up at least 10 minutes, 20 minutes before anyone else in the house normally gets up. That way you have that time for yourself. When you make the decision to do that and you follow through and you spend the 20 minutes, for example, meditating, journaling, reflecting, exercising, whatever it is that you decide to do in the morning, all of those things are positive activities. All of them will raise your vibration, make you feel more positive, and you have made a promise to yourself to do something and you have followed through. So you've started your day on such a positive note just by getting up a little bit earlier and doing a couple of little things and all of it makes you feel good. You now trust yourself more, you know, you, you know you'll honor your word, you honor promises you make to yourself, you are starting to dream. You have dedicated time every single day for dreaming, for planning, for making your future happen. This is all fantastic. That's going to feel better. There is not a single person in this world who gets up in the morning and does those things and wishes they hadn't. And no, not even for extra sleep. The sleep is not as wonderful as doing those things on a regular basis. I can promise you that. Plus you can just go to bed a little bit earlier. Another thing that you can do is to learn something new. Learning something new is really powerful when it comes to raising our vibration and feeling better about ourselves and feeling better about our possibilities. A lot of 
women, I will say, because that's who I primarily work with, but also I hear this a lot in the group. A lot of women, when they're coming out of a marriage, especially if their partner was making more money than them, and if he, on top of that, also took care of the finances, she often walks away feeling very disempowered, feeling kind of like she's been stupid about money, for example. This is just an example. Or if you're in a situation like me, who was a stay-at-home mom for a number of years, so I kind of don't have any current skills, I don't have a current education, and these things can make you, again, feel really low and insecure and worried and afraid for the future. Learning something new, whether it is a skill that you can make money doing or learning new things like about the law of attraction, reading a book about letting go of the past, um, learning maybe how to write or journal or meditate, learning to, I don't know, anything that's exciting and new and aspiring for you. As soon as you open your mind to learning, you will learn more. Law of attraction. You have opened yourself up and said, I want to learn because learning feels good. I like learning. Learning is empowering. It gives me confidence. It makes me feel more at ease. It gives me more purpose. I will. I start to understand which steps I can take, for example. And now all these other things start to happen. You know, when... Uh, it was actually before COVID, but when we moved up to where we are now here by the lake, there was just such a flood of inspiration for me being so so close and connected to nature. And that was really when I started down my spiritual path of getting involved in energy healing, Reiki, um, t- reading cards, a lot of meditation and journaling, like just so much work. But it all started with a... I, I became intrigued by the chakras and I still am. I talk about them all the time. I would do a lot of work with that with my clients. So then I became intrigued by cards, like Oracle cards, and I bought a deck of chakra cards so that I could learn more about the chakras through the Oracle cards, which I did. And, but as soon as I bought my first deck, it opened this door to cards. So I started buying more decks which introduced me to tarot cards, which introduced me to astrology, which introduced me to the moon, which introduced me to like doors just kept opening and I couldn't wait to go through them. You know, through COVID, I took an energy healing certification. I took my Reiki. Um, I'm actually going to take it again because it feels like such a long time ago. I want to learn it again, but more on that. Um, I also took uh, a meditation and breathwork certification. Like I just educated myself. And every single thing that I did felt inspiring and heart opening and just it just brought more knowledge in and knowledge is empowering, it's powerful, it's fun, it's exciting, it raises your vibration, it opens up like everything becomes possible when you open yourself to learning because you're constantly saying, tell me how to do that, teach me how I can learn that or how I can figure that out you start realizing the joy of it and you stop being afraid of looking stupid or unknowledgeable because who cares? I want to learn that. So I'm going to say, I don't know how to do that. Teach me how to do that. Really inspiring way to to start moving forward. When you're learning, you are moving forward. I used to say to my kids, I still say it sometimes, the day you stop learning is the day you start dying. And I'm thinking more about your brain, but when you're your brain is dying, so it's your body in a way. I just feel like when you shut the door, when you say, I don't need to learn anything, I'm done here, I'm tired, I have nothing is of interest to me, well then, 
that's the beginning of the end, isn't it, in some ways? So that's at least one of my sayings. The next suggestion I have for finding inspiration, motivation, raising your vibration, all of those things, starting to attract what you want into your life, is to go to sleep. I know, right? Crazy. (laughs) We don't sleep enough. And in order for us to be able to be creative, imaginative, to dream, to have the energy to do all the things that I just talked about, we need to be rested. Um, And sleep is the best way to do that. There's another thing that comes with sleep. And this is something Abram Hicks talks about all the time. And if you haven't ever listened to anything by Abram Hicks, I really recommend you do that. But what she says is that when you are spiraling in negative thoughts, for example, right, you're having a bad day, something's happened that day, whatever. And then you go to bed and maybe you take something or whatever, you get to sleep. It stops the momentum of those thoughts. You stop thinking about those things. You go to sleep. The momentum stops. The day ends. And when you wake up the next morning, there's an opportunity for you to kick off the day in a positive way. And that is why a morning practice is so key. Because then you are saying, I'm going to get up. And I'm going to do something this morning to start my day off right. So that's where the sleep comes in. It actually, like I said, two things. It gives you rest and it interrupts negative momentum and gives you a chance to kickstart a positive one in the morning. The last one I want to mention today is possibly the most powerful in some ways. And that is to be in nature. There is something that happens when you go outside and put your feet on the ground that just makes you feel calm. It helps get rid of some of the negative thoughts. And even if you sit down on the ground and just end up crying and releasing, that's okay. Think of it as a shedding. You are letting go. Just sit on the ground and shed. Cry and cry and get it all out. Let it flow through you, out through your hands, into the ground, down through your legs, into the ground. Let Mother Earth take it from you. Let her grab it. She will convert it into positive energy. She'll convert it into growth. I'm recording this in November. And all around in this part of the world, it's fall. Everything has died and fallen off the trees. All the leaves, the flowers have died. Everything has died. Everything that grows and is beautiful in the spring and the summer has died. It's brown and gray outside. And it's not a time of year that anyone particularly enjoys because it just isn't very pretty. It isn't very nice to be outside. It's getting cold. But here's the thing that happens. Here's what nature, mother nature does. Everything falls off the trees. It falls to the ground. It rots. It dies. And it it gets absorbed by the earth. Well, what does she do with it? She absorbs that energy. She absorbs all of those things. But what they do is they create the soil, the fertile soil for new creation. While we are hibernating in the winter and freezing our butts off and walking around with 18 layers of clothes on because it's so cold and the earth is so frozen, it is easy to think that everything down there is dead. Everything underneath the snow and the ice is dead, but it isn't. It's hibernating, sleeping, it's dormant, but it is getting ready to grow. It's getting ready to blossom and to to come back up again in the spring. The animals that hibernate, they go into deep, deep sleep and they sleep and sleep and sleep until it's time to come out 
and they do this with their babies. Um, so there is so much life that's actually happening. There's so much nurturing and growing that's happening. But first, there's rest. So take yourself outside and sit down on the ground. Put down the blanket. Wear your big coat. If it's too cold to sit, just stand. Yes, you can wear boots. Stand, sit, be in touch with the ground and shed. Let it go. Let the leaves fall off you. Let the wilted negative stuff fall off you. The things that don't need to be there, that have served their purpose, that might have been beautiful once upon a time, but are not so anymore. Let it fall. Let the tears fall. Let the the hopes and dreams fall to the ground. Give them to Gaia, to Mother Nature, to Mother Earth, and let her convert it into something beautiful for you. And then allow yourself to rest like when you sleep. Allow yourself to rest for the winter. Give yourself lots of time for reading and reflection and meditating and getting up a little bit earlier in the morning. Just giving yourself enough time to nurture your heart, to nurture your soul and your dreams. And you would be surprised what comes to you this spring, starting in February, March, you know, maybe you join us in Costa Rica for our retreat in March. That was last March when I did that was the greatest um, experience of manifestation that I've probably had in my entire life. I sat down there on our, our first day together. Everybody had arrived the evening before. And I sat down there with all these women gathered around me who'd come there because I had invited them to come and they had come. And there I was at my first international retreat in Costa Rica. I could not have been any happier than I was that moment, any more grateful for what I was receiving or any more grateful for what I had created. Because I created that in my dreams, in my writings, in my prayers, in my meditation. And there I was. I was literally sitting in the manifestation of my dreams. It is the most amazing feeling. And no, you don't have to have your own retreat to have that feeling. I know every woman who was there was experiencing the same thing. Because I had created an environment for us of that, of manifestation by sharing with them that they were sitting with me in my manifestation, they also knew in that moment that this was their time as well. It was their time to let go, their time to heal, their time to grow, their time to celebrate life, to to embrace a possibility of anything. They had given themselves the gift of going on this trip for the adventure. They've given themselves the gift of time and self-care to be there. We don't sit around and talk about divorce in the past and cry. No, not at all. We celebrate life. We talk about the chakras. We meditate. We dance. We sing. We write. And we experience the land that we're on. We we put our feet in the sand and in the ocean. We walk around. We meet the locals. We eat delicious local food prepared by people who have been there their whole life. It is an incredible experience. And I actually have no intention of sharing this with you today, but it just fell in naturally here. Um, and I I want to invite you to come with me, to come with us. We have three spots available for Costa Rica in March. 
and we are starting to fill up our Italy retreat June 22nd to 29th. Yes, Italy. So you know what? Phone your besties, the ones that have held your hand, wiped your tears, drank wine with you, get in touch with them and say, hey girls, we're going to Costa Rica or we're going to Italy this summer. And join us and come and sit in the manifestation of one of your dreams because who here is not dreaming of going to Italy with some girlfriends one day? Like, come on, right? Anyway, I am really grateful for you being here with me for this chat today. I really love talking about this, as I'm sure you can tell. I talk a lot about these kinds of things, but this was a different viewpoint today. I hope that the list of suggestions is helpful to you. And here's what I'd really, really like for you to do. And I'd be so grateful if you did. Please share this podcast with someone who needs a little inspiration right now, who's feeling a little low. Um, it's just finding it difficult to feel motivated, excited for life, able to dream, who needs to let go of the past. Send this to her. Share this with her on social media. Please tag me um, at The Separation Club on Instagram, for example. Tag me. Um, let me know what your dream is. That's what I really want to know. What is your dream? I want to hear from you, please. So whether you share this in the Facebook group where we all hang out together, the Separation Club, or on Instagram, let me know what your dream is. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then just put it in the comments below and share this with your friends. Thank you. I really appreciate you sharing. I appreciate you being here. And I will be back next week. And until then, have the most beautiful day.